0: Welcome to the Foolish Wanderers Podcast.
1: Final time be surrounded by fools. Welcome Wanderers. Hey Wanderers, welcome back to the Foolish Wanderers Podcast, the podcast about everything and anything. So today we're talking about some of the strangest transcriptions from NASA missions. So mostly Apollo missions, but there's also one Gemini mission. And it's just we're talking about some of like the weird like conversations the astronauts had. Some of them, one of them at the end is kind of creepy, but we'll get to that.
0: Did they All find right. crabs in space? I didn't. I didn't research that.
1: Do <laughs> you want me to look it up quick?
0: No. Okay. I think it's just from a movie. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> like one of like those really cheap movie, like the um, really bad, the really bad horror. Ones. At, like, space movies from the 50s. Like, the, um, was it, what was it? it? was, like... Isn't it giant squids or giant crabs from outer space? Oh, that something. could be one. I was thinking they, more
1: of, like, wasn't it, like, Evil Tomatoes or something like that? Like Oh,
0: Attack of at the Killer Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's from the 80s. That's, like, making okay. fun of those movies oh, so it was so bad from the 50s and stuff. Yeah, or the What's 60s. The
1: rubber? Have you seen the one about the
0: exploding psychic tire? I don't... It maybe it's is that the one where the t- like the the car tires fly down the hill and kill people if they I think hit, so. hit or something. <laughs> I think I've seen clips from it and I was like, this is just too much for me. I think it's on Netflix. At least it used to be. I'm pretty sure. I'm one of my favorite ones, and Mr. Kendra's as well mm-hmm. is Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I don't think I would like it at all. <laughs> it's it's I mean it's creepy because they're icky looking. Alien clowns—it's mm-hmm. creepy, but it's also hilarious because they're putting people in cocoons of, yeah. of cotton candy, and they're using just any like clown thing, like acid flat, like you know, like just flowers, flowers, acid that comes out of it. It's hala- it's a hilarious movie, and they're so they're aliens. So instead okay. of a UFO sh- like um, UFO type aliens, a clown car? no, it's a circus tent. <laughs> Why, it's why a, a big town car. I funnier. don't know. I don't know.
1: It's a funny movie.
0: It's hilarious. Oh, so they have like, it's like popcorn that like eats, like, it's like evil popcorn and it like <laughs> crawls around like Ew. the floor. Yeah, there's something. I had to watch that movie. It's
1: hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious. Have you seen the one um, or heard about the Killer Shrews? My dad talked about this one a lot. It's from, so I looked it up, it's from 1959. And like, they dress these i think they're great danes on um, these big no. dogs they dress them up as what they call killer shrews and like they just barely flash to them to show you that's like oh, this big furry killer thing and then they go away because like it's so bad it's, <laughs>
0: it's so, so bad. what you're saying is the budget wasn't that high
1: no, it was not. It was just, it's like, if you look up images, it looks like, it looks like a really bad lion taxidermy.
0: Oh no, does it look like the lion from that Grish, Grishlup castle? No, this one actually has normal sized
1: eyes. It just has oh, darn. giant fangs and if they're put they on dogs. Were,
0: see, if, they, <laughs> if they were smart, they would, they would have used that. Um, Lion from Grishop Castle. As inspiration or something? As inspiration, yeah. or just like done like a made a replica and just used that as the monster. That thing is uh-huh. terrifying. It is, yeah. All right, going
1: back to NASA. <laughs> 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 so the first one I have here is from the Gemini 3 mission. So I'm g- I'm going to explain a little bit about the history of this one and all of the missions. So Gemini 3 was the first crewed mission in NASA's Gemini program. Uh, March 23rd, 1965, astronauts Gus Grissom and John Young flew three low Earth orbits in their space spacecraft, which they nicknamed Molly Brown.
0: Why Molly Brown? I don't know. Is that like a reference to the unsinkable Molly Brown, the woman that survived the Titanic and then maybe like a few other, um, maybe, it was un- maybe it was one more um, shipwreck? Let me Google that. I'm not sure. I think I, I think there's like a musical I had to go see because somebody that I knew was in it. <laughs> I had to go see it. Yeah,
1: there's like a whole transcript here, like a whole interview. Uh, there's no like real answer. There never is. I think <laughs> it probably is. Yeah, it is. Off.
0: Is it okay? Yep. So the Gemini Three is named for the unsinkable Molly Brown. So that is a bro- It is a Broadway show, but <laughs> I wasn't a fan. It was not my cup of tea. Yeah. So not they the they named it after her. Okay. All right, that's a fun fact that we didn't need to know. (laughs) (laughs) I just got distracted. (laughs) This might help you in jeopardy. Hey, there
1: you go. So Grissom and Young had several experiments to conduct during their four-hour journey. One of Young's assignments was to test out the space food. And then as Gus Grissom described it to Life magazine in 1965, the meals that they took along came in plastic bags, and we had to insert a water gun into the bag and squirt liquid inside to to reconstitute them, which normal, that's what like astronaut food is now. Mm -hmm. Or like hiking food, like dehydrated food.
0: Yep. I've had the uh, dehydrated Ice cream, that's like so astronaut good. ice cream. I, I love, love that. It was
1: great. <laughs> I want to get um a freeze, is it a freeze dryer? Yeah, I want to get you one of those. Do that with yeah, the ice make cream? ice cream. It's a Can whole you trend do that? Now. Yeah, it like, is. Yeah, if you look up like freeze dried candy, it's a whole thing. And That's what like people have been using it to like make backpacking food and stuff.
0: Otherwise, oh, like um,
1: I would just do ice cream. Oh, so good. Um, that's how you get like Lucky Charms marshmallows. You put marshmallows in it, like it's that crunchy texture.
0: I didn't know that.
1: That? Yeah, that's how they make them.
0: Oh wow! learn something new every day.
1: <laughs> quite a few things today. <laughs> yeah, so the uh, the sanctioned meal packages included a freeze dried entree, vegetable, drink, and dessert, protected with a four ply laminated film coating. Young wasn't interested in the freeze dried food, so he actually brought something else along with him. He said later he admitted to Life Magazine, "I hid a sandwich
0: in my spacesuit." What? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> and how did? He- do they have pockets? I think he just... I don't... I think where, would he, where did he put the sandwich, Katrina? Where did he put the sandwich?
1: Do you want to know? No, I um, don't want to know. No, no. I think, if I remember correctly, I think he said they had, like, one of his friends or something, like, in the station. They went down the street to, get, like, one of the Reuben places near the headquarters and okay. got him, a, like, a sandwich and brought it to him, like, just before they were about to take off. So he must have yeah. just put it, like, right inside, like, the zipper. Like, there must be a pocket in there, right, to keep it there? Oh, lord. <laughs> Um, but here's the transcription. Do you want to help me act out this? Okay, yeah. Okay, so do you want be Grisham or Young? I'll pick Grisham. Okay, sounds good. Go ahead. What is it? Corned beef sandwich. Where did that come from? I brought it with me. Let's see how it tastes. It smells, doesn't it?
0: Yes, it's breaking up. Is it? I'm going to stick it in my pocket. It was a thought anyway. Yep. Not a very good one.
1: Pretty good, though, if it would just would so have held together.
0: Want some chicken leg?
1: No, you can handle that. That's the transcript. Then? That's a transcript, yeah. But that's like what they caught. Yeah, that's how they know that he snuck a corned beef sandwich into space. Oh no! And now there's um actually what museum? There's a museum that encased a replica replica Reuben sandwich in resin, so now it's immortalized.
0: Oh, wait. so okay. It's, it's not the real one because he ate it. No, replica. Yeah, he ate it. <laughs> All right. Have you? I've seen the. The trend where they'll do, like, right now it's like a hot dog on Reddit. Somebody put a hot dog with all the toppings and stuff encased in resin. Oh, And every, like, three months or so, they'll do an update to see how it's breaking down. Oh, it's disgusting. (laughs) But I think it's interesting that somebody wanted to do that. Fair enough, yeah. See Mm -hmm. what happens. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Someone
1: put ice... And resin. So that one's kinda cool it's like, that was kind of cool. That sounds
0: cool. Yeah, it's sounds liquid. Cool. Like food is gross. Is like disgusting yeah. to me. But yeah. liquid would be like ice would
1: be cool. I suppose like it'd be interesting to see like if it actually got moldy or anything, or if it just would like yeah. decompose or like stay the same. That's probably why they did it. Mm-hmm. But anyways. So, fun fact, resulting from the crumbs from a sandwich. Now, NASA, instead of using, like, breads, because the crumbs will float away and, like, get into important technology and stuff, they actually use tortillas instead, because they don't have as many crumbs. So, instead of bread, they use tortillas.
0: Oh. Flour tortillas or corn?
1: I don't know for sure. I think I see flour. Probably flour.
0: Yeah, yeah. I like the corn ones better.
1: (laughs) You should put up a... If you ever go into space, you need to send in a complaint. (laughs) Okay, so the next one I have is Apollo 16. Um, So Apollo 16 was the 10th crewed mission from the U.S. Apollo space program. It was administered by NASA and the 5th and next to last to land on the moon. So the crew members were Commander John Young, so again from Gemini Mm -hmm. 3, Mm -hmm. Uh, Command Module Pilot Ken Mattingly, and Lunar Modular Pilot Charles Duke Jr., so during the Apollo 15, the crew, ex- so the one before, the crew experienced irregular heartbeats that uh, <laughs> yeah, the flight surgeon determined were related to a potassium deficiency, which you, yeah makes sense. Need to eat more bananas. Yeah. Actually, bananas aren't that high in potassium. That's They're sort of, not? No. They, they, com- they, they market it that way because it's almost only like where they can market it. So like, it tastes okay. It has p- a little bit of potassium. Let's say that, you know. What? Yeah, there's actually a lot more fruits and vegetables that have better potassium levels than bananas. Oh! (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You're learning a whole bunch of fun facts I am! (laughs) So then to eliminate the problem, the Apollo 16 crew went to the moon with fruit and potassium fortified fruit drinks. So, like, overloaded with potassium. Not okay. overloaded, but, like, a lot more.
0: They OD'd on potassium. <laughs> is, that, I think that, is that possible? I, I think you can OD on vitamins. You can, over, like, well not OD, like, die, but yeah, you can sick. have too much vitamins, you'll get sick, you know, hair will fall out, Ugh. stuff like that moving on um,
1: <laughs> so while padding around the moon commander john young shared with lunar modular modular pilot Charlie duke an unfortunate side effect of this diet and he while he was saying this he didn't realize that the his mic was on broadcasting it to earth so do you want to be duke or young i will be duke okay so i'm young i have the farts again i got them again <laughs> ah, no <laughs> Astronauts
0: are supposed to be classy.
1: (laughs) Oh, you read through some of these, and they're. Astronauts are
0: supposed to be classy even when they poop within those fan toilets. They're supposed to be classy then. (laughs)
1: Oh, oh, it gets worse. Okay. No. Going back to this one. Okay. I got him again, Charlie. I don't know what the hell gives him to me. I think it's acid stomach. I really do. It probably is. I mean, I haven't eaten this much citrus fruit for 20 years. I'll tell you one more thing. In another 12 effing days, I ain't ever eaten anymore. If they offer to supplement me potassium with my breakfast, I'm gonna throw up. I like an occasional orange. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be darned if I'm gonna be buried in oranges. <laughs> no. So nasa didn't remove the exchange like when they released all these transcripts Mm -hmm. but the public affairs did clean it up so when the transcript was released the word farts was replaced by gas and the word fucking was removed entirely (laughs) Mm -hmm. so i just cleaned it out which you know gives it
0: class you know
1: (laughs) okay now getting to apollo 10 this is probably one of the most infamous transcripts at least running like Reddit in the U.S., you, you Google, like, funny transcripts from Apollo missions, and this okay. is the first one to come up. Okay. okay, So Apollo 10, first off, was a human spaceflight, the fourth crewed mission in the U.S. Apollo program, and the second to orbit the moon. The crew members were Commander Tom Stafford, Command Module Pilot John W. Young, um, and so, again, Young, John Young. Um, oh, wow. He's a lot, yeah. <laughs> I've never even heard of him. I know, it's weird, right? Um, and then Lunar Module Pilot Eugene Kernan. So for all their technological sophistication, the Apollo command module had a relatively primitive system for managing human waste. No! <laughs> uh, astronauts deposited their feces in a plastic bag, which was taped to their buttocks. No. <laughs> okay, so there's three people here talking. So Stafford, Young, and Kernan. How do you want to split this up? Who do you want to be? Stafford, Too Young, many, many
0: names! <laughs> I don't have my highlighter. Um, I guess I'll be... I guess I'll be I'll be Stafford. I guess. You'll be Stafford. Okay. Mm-hmm. So
1: for young, I'll use like a deeper voice, and Colonel it'll be a little bit higher.
0: Ooh, so all right. I can't be. wait to I can't wait to listen to this. It'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. Here we go. go, ahead. go ahead. I just have to remember who I am. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay. Oh, who did it? Who did what? What? Who did it? Where'd that come from? Give me a napkin, quick! There's a turd floating through the air. <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: No. <laughs> I didn't do it. It ain't none of mine.
0: Oh, no. I
1: don't think it's one of mine.
0: my <laughs> 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 Okay, keep it together, Kendra. Be horrible on SNL. <laughs> be- <laughs> oh, I'd be awful. Mine. My- <laughs> mine was a little more sticky than that. Throw that away.
1: <laughs> oh, mighty.
0: What do you see?
1: Nothing. That's enough for me. Alright, so. That's yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh
0: my then, <laughs> god! So for so, people that didn't get that, all they a "piece of poop," was a piece of crap <laughs> floating in the air
1: <laughs> in the freaking. The thing with their waste management system didn't work, and they're just floating. And they found it,
0: just floating crap in the. Oh my yep. god! <laughs>
1: but again, a little bit later, um, so they kind of went back to their mission and they got it handled. And then um, a little bit later, this situation came up. And when I stuck my finger in mine, mine was no. too soft.
0: <laughs> Why are you sticking fingers? And in... is it weirder that he stuck his finger in his own crap, or that he, or would it be weird if he just stuck like a finger in like other person's crap? Probably
1: other people's. I think I other people too.
0: Once I said it out loud, I was like, other, other people, weirder. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know whose that is. I can neither t- claim it nor disclaim it. What the hell is going on here? I don't know. I We're going to have to get all that crap out. It's supposed to get... here's not a damn turd. What's
0: the matter with you guys? Here, give me... Here, give me a... Uh. It was just floating around? <laughs> Mine was tickier than yeah, that. Yeah, so if oh. you
1: Google funniest NASA transcripts, this will most likely pop uh, up.
0: Oh, God. How long did this go on? Is this like... Just like a just a two hour thing of this floating crap all around and I'm talking about stickier. <laughs> <laughs>
1: sticky uh, sticky. So the time they do have the timestamp next to on their transcripts. So it's like day five, hour thirteen, about half hour in was the first one. And then the second one was about ten minutes later.
0: Oh my god.
1: So, <laughs> so something happened, something if,
0: ripped. I'm just gonna yeah, say yeah. if women were up there. Mm-hmm. That it, wouldn't have happened. I mean, when you have rudimentary bathrooms,
1: like, it's, was to say it wouldn't happen? But, yeah, it's. It oh wouldn't happen.
0: <laughs> Sticking <laughs> fingers in it. Oh, <laughs> that, my God. That's a little weird,
1: yeah. Ugh. Okay. All right. So, now we're moving on to Apollo 11, probably the most well-known Apollo mission ever. mm mm-hmm. um, so Paul Eleven was the space flight that first landed humans on the moon. So, Commander Neil Armstrong, Command
0: Module Pilot Michael Collins, which Kendra always forgets. I thought um, it was John, okay. I'm not kidding. I thought it was John, Col- like John Cullen or something. John Cullen or like John Cohen. I see. Okay. We have a
1: different name for him every time we say this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and then Lunar Module Pilot Buzz Aldrin. All right. Poor so. Michael Collins.
0: I'm I know. so sorry.
1: Uh-huh. Okay, so this first transcript that I have, so Collins, if you guys don't know him, like much about him, basically he's a comedian. He's he, he's written a book, I think. Actually, my dad read it. He's actually, he's kind of crude in some of his stuff, but he's really funny. And he's definitely the jokester in Apollo 11. Okay. All right, so this, so this first transcript is from Collins and Bruce McCandless in Mission Control. So it's a little bit back and forth here. All right, do you want to be Collins or Bruce?
0: I want to be Bruce McCandless. The list because it <laughs> says candle in it and i love Candleless. candles
1: okay sounds good all right so i'm michael collins i'd like to enter aldrin in an oatmeal eating contest next time
0: is he pretty good at that he's doing a share up here let's see you all just finished a meal not long not long ago too didn't you
1: so then aldrin says i'm still eating okay does that he's on his he's on his 19th bowl what? so <laughs> So ate 19 a, bowls ate 19 of oatmeal. 19 bowls
0: of oatmeal?
1: Yeah, and a lot of what they talk about is actually food-related, so it's kind of interesting.
0: It's just food yeah. and poop with these <laughs> astronauts. It's just food and poop. It's
1: a disgusting <laughs> yeah. It's a bunch of little children, basically. Once you get up there, you do all the work. It's like, it's just children. It's just food and poop. Yep. <laughs> all right. So, again, this one's from Michael Collins and Gar- Garriott? Or Garriott from Mission Control. So which one do you want to be? Oh, Garrett Garriott? Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm Collins. We're trying to calculate how much spaghetti and meatballs we can get on board for Al Bean, the lunar module pilot for Apollo
0: 12, so the next mission. I'm not sure the spacecraft will take that much extra weight. Have you made any estimates? It'll be close. 11 Houston. The medics at the next console report that the shrew is one animal which can eat six times its own body weight every 24 hours. This may be a satisfactory baseline for your spaghetti calculations on Al Bean. Over.
1: Okay, thank you. That's in the work what yeah so they're just like joking like they're gonna need a lot of spaghetti <laughs> for Albion next time he comes up <laughs> yeah it's just kind of like a funny little thing mm-hmm. i think i believe this is when collins was in the ship alone like orbiting oh, the moon. oh
0: and then buzz aldrin and Neil armstrong are doing their thing the
1: yeah so i think i believe this is when this is happening so like he's kind of bored and
0: just like chilling up i would be bored too if i had to watch people on it. the moon and I have to look out a window and be like mm, i don't get to go
1: yeah. But he said it was really peaceful, though. Like, when he went, you're in the capsule alone, which is a whole different experience, too. Like, yeah, it's kind of sad you didn't get up, step on the moon, but mm-hmm. it's still crazy important that he's there. <laughs> so, yeah. It's just like a lot of, like, cute little banter between them is fun to read, mm-hmm. too. Okay. So now we're getting to the last one. this is the one that's a little bit, it's not as, like, lighthearted and, like, funny. This one's actually a little bit creepy, I guess. Okay. Um, so,
0: you, are you saying that the Crap floating in, a, in the space shuttle wasn't creepy. That's not creepy. That's That funny. was creepy. That was, that was creepy. Funny. <laughs> that was nightmarish for me. <laughs> yeah. okay.
1: So this one takes place during Apollo 10 and then also in 11 when um, Collins was around, going around the moon by himself. But this transcript is from Apollo 10. Um, so at Commander... Tom Stafford, uh, command module pilot, John Young, and the lunar module pilot, Eugene Kernan from, yeah, same as before. before. Mm-hmm. Yep. So the noises reportedly were heard in 1969 by the Apollo noises? 10. The noises? The noises. Yeah. We'll get to what it sounds like in a second. Um, by Apollo 10 astronauts as they circled the moon. Months before, the first astronaut stepped foot on the lunar surface on July 21st, that same year. Just a little bit before Apollo 11. The sounds, which lasted about an hour, were recorded and transmitted to mission control in Houston. A transcript of the text was released in 2008, but the actual audio was actu- just recently made public. Uh, so this is a quote from Kernan. says, you hear that? That whistling sound. Describing it as outer spacey type music. Ah. The trio felt that the sounds were so strange that they debated whether or not to tell the chiefs at NASA for fear that they wouldn't be taken seriously and they could be dropped from future space missions, according oh, like, to the Discovery Show.
0: Oh, like they were going they had like space madness or something yeah, like, that, like that, that they weren't mentally sound to yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. that's so creepy. Can you imagine? Mm-hmm. Uh, being in outer you're space alone. where it's alone <laughs> and supposed to be just no sound out there. You're hearing music. You're, like whistling sounds. Yeah, so I'll leave. Ugh.
1: I'll try to put these clips, these sound bites, into the audio here in our podcast, and i also leave the, the links to these videos in our description, so if you want to check them out. So the first sound is has some of them talking. It has the the guys talking over the sound.
0: That is music even sounds outer spacey, doesn't it? Did you hear that? That
1: whistling sound?
0: Yeah, Wait, you're...
1: yeah it sounds like, uh, you know, outer space type music. Yeah. It's
0: a whistling, you know, like an outer space type thing. It uh, it honestly sounds like... It doesn't sound like whistling. It sounded more like a siren to me. Or like a wailing. I don't know. Yeah, it's more like a wailing sound, yeah. It was creepy.
1: This is what the transcripts were saying. So there's Stafford and Kernan, mostly talking, a little bit of young. So who do you want to be? I'll be Stafford. Just Stafford? Okay. Mm -hmm. All right, so it's a little bit before the way this clip started but okay go ahead
0: you want some more brownies no go hungry <laughs> what did it get cut out i just
1: thought it was, thought it was funny it's just like before this whistling started they're just like talking about brownies want some more brownies no go hungry go i hungry. just thought it was funny <laughs> <laughs>
0: right
1: oh yeah so again Kernan will be a little bit higher then i'll try to make young a little bit lower anyways okay that music even sounds outer spacey doesn't it you hear that that whistling sound yes Woo. Did you hear that whistling sound too? Yeah, sounds like, you know, like outer spacey type music. I wonder what it is. Hey Tom, is your- is your insulation all burned off here? On the front side of your window over there? Yes. Mine's all burned off.
0: Isn't that weird? Eerie, John?
1: Yeah, I got it too. And see who was outside.
0: You marked that set of features, Gino. I'm going to fix us some grape juice, okay? it's like food okay, just, it's always it's food, food. <laughs> i love that they're they're not really like freaking out about the noise at all they're just like sounds like space type music and they go back straight they go right like back food. to food <laughs> food
1: yeah, So a little bit later it's like Kern and young they kind of mention it again kernan sa- Kern says boy that sure is weird music we're gonna have to find out about that nobody will believe us yeah it's a whistling you know like an outer spacey type thing so, oh, they keep going back to it. So, like like they said, like it lasted for about an hour. So, it wasn't just like a quick... Like a quick
0: thing. little blip. It lasted yeah. an hour.
1: Yeah. It's kind of annoying if you listen to it. It's like, after a while, it's it like... Sounds like a,
0: it sounds like a siren.
1: Yeah, it does. Yeah. Like a warning siren. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what was it? The second clip, the second link that I'll have, it sounds more... So this is um, more sounds of space. So I don't know exactly if this is what they heard because it sounds more like a whale. Because I've heard some of the people describe that transcript as like talking about whale music, like sounds of music. And that's this second clip sounds more of what I would imagine. The first one was more like a whale, like a siren, like a single note. This one's more of like sounds like like a whale from the ocean.
0: Sounds like dolphins or like little like whales, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying so to communicate a, with echolocation. It sounds like echolocation how they do yeah. the little. Ooh, yeah. I get. I just this is why I'm not an astronaut. I would. Just, <laughs> if I heard that I would just freak out and I couldn't talk about food.
1: Food, <laughs> no brownies will help me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So what they say like the the second clip is is radio waves within Earth's magnetosphere. So. NASA what does says that mean? Okay, no so we'll kind of go into it a little bit. Okay, so NASA says that the sounds could not have been alien music, which or I don't know they how, could they, have.
0: how they... did they could I mean, That means that they know what alien music sounds like.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it could be. That's yeah. what it sounds like so it's not know. alien music. That's something different. Mm-hmm. How do you know? Anyways, <laughs> um, so an engineer from the U.S. Space, space Agency said that the noises likely came from interference caused by radios that were close to each other in the lunar module and the command module. So like when they were separate, the guys were on the moon and the guys on the ship, something was different. Okay. Something that was like messing with the radio waves. Um, and then astronaut Al Warden, who flew up in Apollo 15, disputed that explanation saying that Logic tells me that if there was something recorded on there, then there was something there. Um, and then Michael Collins from Apollo 11. Mm-hmm. Um, the one I always forget. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Who became the first person to fly around the far side of the moon by himself while Buzz Aldrin and Neil Armstrong were walking on the surface, said that he also heard an eerie woo-woo sound, but oh. accepted the explanation of radio interference.
0: Okay.
1: Um, in fact, he'd been warned about ahead of time, Um, And he wrote in his his book, Carrying the Fire and Astronauts' Journeys, he said that had I not been warned about it, it would have scared the hell out of me. (laughs) Fortunately, the radio technicians had already had a ready explanation for it. It was interference between the the lunar modules and command modules, VHF radios. Okay, So it could be that. But it's also kind of like, you know, it it does make sense, right? That's like maybe like my something to do with magnetic pull or like kind of like radio waves something but i'd agree like if i was up there even with like a couple other people it'd freak me out freak me out because like you can't really see that far away from you so it's like you don't know what's out there right Mm -hmm. like something could be making these noises it could be like just like a thing like oh it's radios we don't know technically what it is but we're gonna say that so you don't freak out it could be that too because like again
0: i guess it i guess if i was the um at base command or whatever they call it Mm -hmm. i would definitely say anything to not make them freak out i'd be like oh yeah yeah
1: especially when they're like so far away and you're like it's such a technical thing to get them back to earth Mm -hmm. and yeah you you want to keep them calm yep i don't know it's take what you want from that i guess (laughs) it could be radio waves music, or alien whales yeah but yeah so if you take anything from transcripts from astronauts mostly food
0: and poop (laughs)
1: <laughs> Food and poop. Mm-hmm. Yep. Did you hear about the civilian astronauts going up into space for the first time the other day?
0: No. Yeah, I was like, um, it was SpaceX? What? SpaceX? Oh, Elon Musk's company? Yeah, I believe that's okay. what it
1: was. So, this is written on the 15th, September 15th. It says from NBC News uh, Four private citizens are set to launch into orbit Wednesday in what will be the first mission to space without any professional astronauts on board. Oh um, my so- gosh yeah yeah so the all civilian crew will ride to space aboard a rocket and capsule developed by SpaceX or Elon Musk, Elon Musk. yep but the mission dubbed Inspiration 4 is just the latest milestone of flight in which has been a busy year for private space flight companies which yeah it's like they didn't go up that long ago right like Jeff Elon.
0: Bezos yeah like they... Elon hasn't been up there Jeff Bezos oh, and yeah. Richard um I think it's Sir Richard Branson but That's anyway Richard up. the Virgin Galactic guy yeah he was the first one, and then Jeff Bezos followed along with his creepy cowboy hat and his villainous <laughs> that was laugh. Weird. That was really weird. I just always yeah. picture Jeff Bezos as the um, what was that the, the little like short novel? I can't remember. The most dangerous game where it was the millionaire oh, billionaire yeah. who has the island, lives on the island, and hunts people. That's a creepy book. I, I was it. just—it's creepy, but I was just remember. I just picture Jeff Bezos doing that on the weekend with his creepy I mean. laugh and
1: his cowboy hat. I think the laugh and the smile i think that's what gets me like,
0: i don't know i think it's like him like steroided up and then full of um botox and everything else with his cowboy hat creeps me out oh man he is jacked is he now yeah okay, i haven't seen recent photos i guess of them, but... mm-hmm. oh man
1: yeah so i think i think that um a spacex launch there's four people there was um billionaire jared isaac Isaacsman isaacman I feel like they're all billionaires
0: up there. Yeah. Honestly, it's just think, a new
1: thing to do. Yeah. Um, Haley, I'm so sorry. I don't know how to pronounce her name. Archanel? Oh, maybe it's Arkinel, A bone cancer survivor who now works as a physician assistant at St. Jude Children's Hospital.
0: Oh, that's kind of cool. Um, okay. yeah. So I, see like 20- see, I like to see normal people. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, and then
1: a Chris Samborski- 42 year old Air Force veteran and aerospace data engineer. Okay, cool. And then Sian Proctor, a geno scientist and licensed pilot. So that's the four people that went.
0: Neat. I had no idea about that, actually.
1: (laughs) You don't watch the news, do you? You don't really have cable TV. I
0: mean, I read read headlines and I get local. I read the local newspaper, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. But I don't know. The whole billionaire, you know, jaunt in space doesn't really tickle my bones. Yeah, no, fair enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Katrina. Rich people are weird. Once you get all that money and you're surrounded by yes men and every door is open for you, you kind of get weird. Yeah. Just yeah, fair like enough. actor Michael Caine. Don't oh, know. Okay. <laughs> What's um, wrong with him? <laughs> Michael Caine says he spent 8 years trying to not not to blink. How does eyes not shrivel and become raisins? I mean, I don't think he succeeded succeed obviously <laughs> but uh, so this was I saw this article um uh, on IndieWire so here we go so Michael Caine who I think most people know who he is um I think younger people would know he's plays Alfred in the um Christian oh, Bat- yeah, Bale Batman, Batman? yeah oh, okay. that those movies so I think that's how younger people would know him otherwise he's in like Inception and... I can't, that's all I can think of right now. <laughs> <laughs> so you're one of the younger like, people. Um, yeah, I'm one of the younger people. <laughs> um, so he took method... So Michael Caine took method acting to a whole new level when he revealed in an interview that he tried not to blink for eight years because of something he read in an acting book. So... The uh, the Oscar winner who's known for Hannah and her sisters and The Cider House Rules, um, he confessed that he attempted not to blink because he thought it would make his performances more mesmerizing on screen. I don't know; oh. that'd be creepy so, to me. But so it's like it's just when he's acting, or is it like every like in his normal like? Oh, I'm going to bed. I'm not going to blink. We'll get into it. I think it's oh, okay. the second one. So <laughs> he said, so. He's this this was with the book so the tip was from the book Teach Yourself Acting. He said one thing that stuck in my mind was don't blink you must never blink. So for the next 8 years I walked around trying not to blink. People around me, my mother and everybody thought I had gone nuts. They thought I was a psychopath. I used to I used to fright I used to frighten the life out of people. He said that while he's resumed blinking, thank god, in real life, <laughs> he still never blinks while shooting a scene. So apparently the choice earned him the name snake eyes. So around the so on shoots on sets and stuff, I guess people call him snake eyes. Okay. He's creepy and doesn't blink in a scene. So oh. an, um this so Anthony Hopkins, another very famous actor from so in Silence of the Lambs, he did not blink. In any of his scenes, but that's because he was playing Hannibal Lecter, who was a serial killer. So it's like you have a right to be creepy. Yeah, I mean, he was being—he won an Oscar for that role, Mm -hmm. but he was being off-putting by not blinking because that's In just like wide-eyed looking into the camera, like straight into the camera. Yeah. So, uh, but I mean, if Michael King's playing like a grandpa who's supposed to be sweet and nice, yeah, one (laughs) wants to just see him like all intense, like not blinking. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, So, um, oh, so this is more from Michael Caine. Um, He said, if you don't blink, you know that you can keep the audience mesmerized. It's not so much not blinking. It's just being still. Stillness has an economy and a power about it. Eh, I just find it creepy.
1: I I guess it depends, like, the character you play, right? Like, again, like, if it's a grandpa, like, that's terrifying. Mm Mm-hmm. But in a serial killer, he doesn't really
0: sense. play that many evil characters. As of late, he hasn't really Uh-oh. played that many evil characters. Anyway, I thought that was just a funny, weird, like, um, actors are really weird people. Sort <laughs> of article. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, you kind of have to be right to put yourself in those characters. Oh, yeah.
0: To really become a yeah. character, definitely. Um, yeah. I don't know. Method acting is really intense. One <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: yeah. of like, the, a lot of people are method actors, or really good actors, like Daniel Day Lewis. He mm-hmm. is—he's really—he was really well known for getting really into method acting. Um, for what was it? Gangs of New York. He played a butcher, but sort of like a he, like a side butcher as like a, cr- a mobster, and he oh, went right. to like Argentina and learned the art of like art really artists and butchery butching oh wow you know. is that's it butching uh no that's a good question i don't know mm-hmm. but they, actors get into it especially method actors mm-hmm. i can't
1: remember who it was but there was a girl that she was playing like a really stressed out very like intense character that, and she had panic attacks because she was oh. so into her character I was like, I already have anxiety. I don't think I don't want to add to it.
0: it. <laughs> like, no, I don't
1: want to add yep. to it. I'm pretty sure I've heard that too. Like some actors, they really get into their characters. So even like after their movie's done, they're so still involved with it mm-hmm.
0: that it like messes them up for years. It's crazy. Oh, here's another one. So um, the boxer was a film in 1997 that Daniel Day-Lewis was in, mm-hmm. and. He, so to prepare for the role, he reportedly trained for three years to get into the proper headspace of a boxer. I mean... For three years? Yeah, I
1: suppose. Like, if you're supposed to play, like, like a professional like you don't want to just like ever a, like a, a random guy off the street right be like oh pretend to be a boxer right it's not gonna be believable
0: i mean but like some most people if they're gonna like bulk up like for an actor if you're gonna bulk up or mm-hmm. try to learn a skill they'll do it months like maybe like three months six months before they that's start true. filming but he was yeah. like three years here we go wow that's crazy yeah. it's crazy too to think i guess like i don't know i know like movies take a while
1: to make but like knowing you have that character right three years before you start filming Mm -hmm. that to me is crazy too because it's like you have that role but you don't film for years that's interesting
0: i mean i yeah i don't know um what what did i see um i watched this netflix documentary maybe a year ago but from called jim and andy it was like footage behind the scenes of jim carrey's Um, movie. He was playing like this uh, avant-garde sort of comedian, famous comedian Andy Kaufman. And so Jim Carrey got went so like method actor, like that he had a hard time. It it was just you have to watch the documentary. He had like a hard time. He was he was always Andy Kaufman, even when they get cut for like the whole time they were filming. He said he had a hard time letting go of it. When they were oh, wow. completely done.
1: I've heard, too, I think, like, Robert Downey Jr., like, his wife, when he was playing Sherlock, he became an asshole. Because he was so into that character. Really? They just, like, brought it home, and she's, like, I... <laughs> yeah. And she... He just got she, so into she's it. She's, like,
0: a... She's a famous producer for most of his stuff, right? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, Susan Downey, yep. Yeah, she's a producer mm-hmm. for most of his things. Oh, mm-hmm. here's another one. Mike, um, Daniel Day... Not Michael. Daniel Day-Lewis... So he was in. This is one of my favorite movies, but the last of the Mohicans. He yeah. <laughs> he, he built a canoe. Did he really? That's cool. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. He built a canoe to to get into it. That's a pretty cool life skill, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, he also he learned to track and skin animals, fight with tomahawks, fire and reload a twelve pound flintlock on the run, and he also carried a gun with him wherever he went. Mm. Uh huh. I don't know. Got really into I it. Like,
1: I feel like that'd be the fun part about acting though. Right? It's just like he gets so into like learning about what your character is like. You learn new things, that's
0: fun. Yeah, that'd be cool. Here's another not fun thing he did. He spent two nights in jail for <laughs> to get into the um role for In the Name of the Father. So Oh yeah. Okay. And yep. just like chucked him in there with everybody else and just like have fun. Uh huh. Another thing, <laughs> he didn't bathe while making the movie The Crucible. So The Crucible oh, is the movie think. adaptation of Arthur Miller's The Crucible play. I don't know. I had to read that in high school, but it's about this. I don't think it's about the Salem witch trials. Oh yeah, no, we didn't read okay. that one. But yeah, so he didn't bathe while they were filming it.
1: I hmm. yeah, I feel kind of bad for the co. Oh, that would be so gross. Yeah have you seen so around tiktok i've seen a few tiktoks now i guess will ferrell and um ryan reynolds are making a movie together really and, um, <laughs> yeah so there's people it must be i don't know where it's at but it looks like they transformed like this street to like this old like british like looks like it's supposed to be in the winter i think it's old british street right torn like worn down mm-hmm. and everything and i think what it is is like this office building so there's people working in this office like on of, like the film set and then they're like like sneaking to like look out the window and film them dancing and stuff in the streets. There's two TikToks I've seen now. People from that office like looking down, filming them dancing. Filming Will like, Ferrell and yeah, Will Ferrell and uh, Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's super cool. Like being able to be in your office and see this. Like that's, that's super so cool. weird. But I'm gonna look in that movie. Like when it comes out, I'm gonna look and see if I can see anybody in those windows. The TikToker is just like
0: it's gonna be like one of those like in Game of like the last season of Game of Thrones where there was like, the Starbucks cup. <laughs> yeah this movie it'll be, it'll be like yeah. supposed to be in like victorian london or whatever it is so you just yeah. look in the window and there's somebody wearing like, with their, <laughs> with their iphone yeah. just like recording yeah but, uh, yeah the iphone yeah like, i guess what was like
1: if they thought it thought it through they might have like tinted the windows or did something so it's like a lot harder to, to or see. just remove it and just crap it out yep. or something yeah yeah i was like that's pretty funny I, I was like could you imagine how cool that'd be to like watch a film set when you're at work like i wouldn't want to work i just want to watch them
0: i didn't get i haven't watched like a film set per se like a movie filming but when uh-huh. mr kendra and i were in san francisco we were walking back to our car one night or to the rental car to drive mm-hmm. back to the hotel it's probably like 10 o'clock at night i oh, think um. walking in the streets we had our gps like on walking so we could bring us back to the parking garage okay mm-hmm. so we went the wrong way and ended up to the to the bl- whatever like six blocks were <laughs> blocked off that's all it was six blocks were blocked off that we were supposed to walk okay. through so we had to walk around so we kept going by these at, like past and looking down these streets that were closed and we were seeing like mm-hmm. lights and um, noises and stuff happening I was like, cool. I'm like, they must, they have to be filming something. They're filming, they have to be filming something like a movie. Maybe it's an accident. I don't know. But there weren't any police people blocking it off. It was just like people, hmm. uh, um, just like um, gates and fences blocking off the way, and some um, people in dark clothes sort of standing in front, so not letting people through. So. Ooh went. we started to go down the, one of the, road, the side streets to try and see if we could look and see. And the guy mm-hmm. like stops says, and I was like, what are they filming? I'm like, are they filming a movie? I'm like, oh, and then I remembered seeing pictures of Keanu Reeves filming the new <laughs> Matrix movie in San Francisco, like doing day oh, shoots so of cool. it. So I asked the guy. 'Cause the guy wasn't talking. I'm like, Are they filming yeah. the Matrix? I'm like, Is Keanu over there? And he didn't oh. say anything and he just put like his finger to his lips like shh and I was like, oh. I knew it. It's the Matrix. Oh, shit. And then he walked oh, away. Cool. So oh. mm-hmm. I think we saw them them sort we saw lights and um, like a speed chase sort of happening in the distance of them filming the matrix the new one maybe oh wow but that's, that's cool. I, yeah so i didn't get to see like ryan reynolds and will ferrell dancing <laughs> <but> <laughs> that's cool
1: <laughs> oh wow i suppose like people like in la probably are used to it but it's like us midwesterners we're never not to it, it. So, it's, like, <laughs> no it's pretty cool i
0: got excited i remember once yeah. i was in chicago and we were at the hotel, whatever. We had the TV on in the morning for the news. And the news lady was like, they're going to be doing a flyover um, helicopter shot to do a scenic shot for the new Batman movie. I was, uh-huh. like, I was like, awesome, cool. <laughs> Even though it's just like a scenic shot
1: overhead yes, of the city. Yeah. You're
0: like, they won't see me, but.
1: Could you imagine if you like you knew that was happening and you had your apartment door like window open oh, and just have, tot- like, like, I
0: love Batman
1: or something would, in there? Yeah, it'd be funny. They would totally, like... Um, or, oh, no. I love Spider-Man. I love in oh, man <laughs>
0: I love Marvel. No. Yeah, that'd be funny. It wouldn't block it off, but it'd be funny. Probably. It'd be yeah. funny to, like, see in the movie, like, in the actual cut, like, theatrical cut, like, of... It's like, oh, that's my apartment, but you see your apartment building, you're like, you're like Where's my sign? Where's my sign? And it's just gone because they've, they've yeah, like, like you just like erase it out. We're like, dang, dang. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, oh, that'd be funny. That would be, oh man, I think
1: we ranted a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to another Foolish Wanderers podcast. If you have any suggestions or comments on like future episodes or this episode, please send us an email at fwplisteners at gmail.com. And then if you want to see companion photos that we have for pretty much every episode, check out our
0: Instagram at Foolish Podcasts, And also check out our YouTube channel where we upload all of our episodes. Like, subscribe, comment, share it to your, this with your friends. And we have new episodes every single Wednesday on wherever you get your podcasts from yes 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 Mm -hmm. all right thank you so much for listening we'll see you guys next time Bye. bye